Welcome to Becoming the CEO Podcast, where we gather to be empowered, educated, and energized. My name is Sabrina C., CEO and founder of Velvet Lux Cosmetics. I'm a government professional, a speaker, a community leader, and beautypreneur. I started my business focused solely on making money, but I quickly discovered that being the CEO of a business meant taking control of my life and all that was in it. I created Becoming the CEO for someone as ambitious as you. Despite what you see in front of you, remember, you are a boss. Your authenticity has qualified you to take that next step, and you are just the person for the job. Join me each week while we discover what it truly means to become the chief executive officer of our lives. And don't forget, I'm right here learning with you. Hey, BTC fam. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming the CEO podcast, where we gather to be educated, empowered, and energized. We are now in the second phase of our three-part series, Let's Get This Show on the Road, where we're gathered to share some of the knowledge that we have on starting businesses. In last week's episode, we covered what is an LLC, the steps that you need to take to start an LLC, and we kind of talked about this thing called an S-corporation. So today, we're going to dive deeply into what is an S-corporation, the steps of forming an S-corporation, what is the difference between an LLC and an S-corporation, and if an S-corporation is the way you need to go for your business for taxation purposes. I didn't want to sit down and bore, and bore you with my voice alone. So I decided to share some audio from a video that helped me when I was in the process of starting my business and choosing between an LLC or an S corporation. So let's get into the audio. If you run your own business, or maybe you're just starting out and are confused about the distinctions between an LLC and an S corp, or S corps in general, you're in the right place. I'm Tony from The Really Useful Information Company, and in this video, we're gonna talk about what an S corporation or S corp is, the benefits of an S-Corp, the complications and potential drawbacks, and finally, how to decide whether or not choosing an S-Corp is right for you. The following information is for educational purposes. This is not legal, tax, or financial advice. Before acting on any of this information, consult with a registered accountant. To begin, an S-Corporation, or S-Corp, is not a formal business structure. It's a tax classification. Both an LLC and a corporation can choose to be taxed as an S-Corp. For simplicity, in this video we will focus solely on LLCs that choose to become S-Corporations. There are single-member LLCs and multi-member LLCs, and both can become S-Corps. In LLC terms, a member is an owner. LLC members are not employees. In fact, members cannot be employees. In tax terms, this means members are not paid a salary. They still work, of course, but they are paid in what are known as distributions. When an LLC chooses to be taxed as an S-Corp, it allows members to be paid a salary as well as a distribution. And this is where it gets interesting. Because salaries and distributions in an S-Corp are taxed differently. We'll look at these important differences in just a moment, but before we do, we should first have a look at a few restrictions S-Corporations have. S-Corporations must not have more than 100 shareholders. The shareholders must be U.S. citizens or permanent legal residents. 
The shareholders must be private individuals and may not include LLCs, other corporations, or certain types of trusts. And finally, S-Corps can only issue one class of stock. If these restrictions work for you, keep watching to see why or why not you may want to seek S-Corp classification. So we now know that an S-Corp allows the members of an LLC to be treated as employees and earn both a salary and distributions. Before we look at the details of how these are taxed differently, let's be clear about something. The IRS wants to collect employment taxes. They want to collect employment tax and they want to collect income tax. Let's look at how they do that in different scenarios. First, if you have a single member LLC, you are taxed by default as a disregarded entity. Money passes through the LLC to you. You cannot be an employee, so your income is in the form of a distribution. That distribution is subject to employment tax and income tax. A multi-member LLC, taxed by default as a partnership, works the same way. The income passes through, is paid as distributions, and those distributions are subject to employment tax and income tax. If an LLC successfully becomes an S-Corp, then the members can be employees. The income generated is paid to the members, both as a salary and a distribution. The salary is subject to employment tax and income tax. The distribution, however, is only subject to income tax. You do not have to pay employment tax on a distribution in an S-Corp. And this is how you can potentially save money. Employment tax is around 15%, and as stated, the IRS is going to collect it. But an S-Corp allows you to limit that employment tax to a reasonable salary amount, while the rest of your income, paid in the form of a distribution, is only subject to income tax. Thus, the main benefit of an S-Corp is that it saves you from paying self-employment tax on distributions. Now, let's look at the drawbacks and complications. There are three complications that may be drawbacks to S-Corps. Now that we know the benefits, let's consider these three reasons you might not want to form an S-Corp. The first is salary. The term used by the IRS is reasonable salary, and this is the amount that as a member of the LLC turned S-Corp, you will pay yourself in addition to distributions. You must choose a reasonable salary as if you are hiring another person to do your job. You can research this amount on sites like Glassdoor.com, but ultimately, you are responsible for choosing this salary amount. And the IRS has increased scrutiny of S-Corp members' salaries. If you pay yourself an unreasonably low salary, whether by mistake or in an effort to pay less employment tax, the IRS may take notice and negate your S-Corp status, demanding back taxes and fines. So be mindful when determining your reasonable salary. Secondly, while the potential savings of an S-Corp, basically 15% of your distribution, can be significant, the reality of an S-Corp is that it requires more work. There's an expenditure of effort on your part in terms of running payroll, organizing more complicated tax withholdings, and so on. And this increased complexity is going to require the cost and effort of a professional accountant. We estimate the approximate added cost of properly running an S-Corp to be between one and $2,000 a year. If the money you are saving not paying employment tax in this distribution is less than this amount, it's probably not worth it. Specifically, if your distribution is not more than $10,000, it's not really worth the cost and effort of maintaining an S-Corp. And finally, there's the consideration of reinvestment. If your company is successful and you know you're going to have a surplus of revenue, you can choose what to do with that money. Some of the choices are suited for an S-Corp and others not so much. Generally speaking, an S-Corp will serve you best 
if you know you're going to make a lot of money in the form of distribution and you want to take all of that money out of the LLC to pay yourself. If that is the case, an S-Corp is a good choice and will allow you to save employment tax on that large distribution. However, if you make a surplus of income and want to reinvest that amount into the company in the same year you made the money, you are better off staying in LLC. This will avoid unnecessary income and employment taxes. Lastly, if you have surplus revenue that you want to carry over and reinvest into the company, but not immediately, perhaps over several years, you may be best suited by a traditional corporation, which is taxed as a C-Corp. Let's keep this simple. The main factor to consider is whether or not you have sufficient profit to justify S-Corp classification. If your distribution after paying yourself a reasonable salary is greater than $10,000, you have sufficient profit to justify the cost and effort of an S-Corp. If you don't know how much profit your LLC is going to make, it is pointless to become an S-Corp to start off. You can always change your tax status later if you know for certain you will have sufficient profit. Secondly, S-Corps are a great choice if your intent is to withdraw all the profit from the company rather than reinvesting. If you have other plans to reinvest your company profit, LLC default tax status or C-Corp classification may be more cost effective. We hope this video has provided you with useful and actionable information regarding your LLC and your understanding of the S-Corporation tax classification. We offer this as educational information and not tax, financial, or legal advice. We recommend consulting an accountant before making these decisions for your company. For additional resources, check out our website, howtostartanllc.com, and subscribe, like, and leave us a comment if you appreciate the video and have any feedback. From all of us here at Truick, we wish you good luck with your small business. I hope that information was useful to you all and that you enjoyed learning what an S-Corporation is and what the difference is between an LLC and an S-Corporation. I'll see you guys in our next episode where we will be discussing how to legally protect your business online.